Well, it's too damn early on a Sunday morning, and you know what that means. It's time for the Party Pete Pepper Implosive Power Hour, the podcast where we blow our mics down with some hot-ass peps. I'm here with everyone's favorite party animal, the co-host with the most to boast, who's not allowed to say the name of our plosive-latent podcast lest she murder our listening audience, DJ Jazzy Jess. What's going on, Jazzy? It's Wednesday. That's great. So for today's pepper, we've got some south-of-the-border powerhouses. That's right, we've got Serrano chilies. Now, you know I always like to offer. I've got an extra pepper here. What do you say, DJ? No. All right, then. Well, no need to delay the inevitable. Let's get right in there and... Mm, yeah, there's one for your ASMR. Hoo-wee! All right, well, why don't you get the rest of the power hour underway while I enjoy the lovely flavor profile of this incredibly painful pepper. You're listening to Everyone's a Critic. I'm Jess. I just watched my co-host and husband eat half of her Serrano pepper because he thought that was going to be a good idea before we engaged in an audio medium. So that's where we are all together. <coughs> that's Jonathan. And hey, this is... um. <sighs> this is the internet's first curated volume of other people's opinions. And on this part, you don't get to talk. Okay. Stop. (laughs) On this podcast, we comb through the internet and we find the most absurd, most trite uh, complaints of humanity and we bring them to you because it's fun. You're looking at me like you're crazy. I'm crazy, babe. You're just, the crazy eyes are upon you. You know how... Isn't it just the most ironic thing that every time you eat a pepper, you just really want to touch your eyes? Like something always gets in your eyes right after you eat a really hot pepper. And oh man, it's hard. It's hard. It's a nice distraction from the incredible pain though. Okay. So we're going to start this week with Jonathan crying. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'm just rolling with the punches, I guess, folks. We're rolling with the punches. So uh, let's talk about our topics. We We pick a couple of different topics each. Every every episode, we don't tell each other beforehand, and uh, so we got some topics here. Uh, well, what are you? Well, you're you're going first, so yeah. So you tell me what you're I gonna am, do. I am very excited to be bringing back to the podcast <gasps> a recurring segment. A recurring segment. We're gonna <gasps> hit it again. Holy shit! It is talk shit, get dragged. <gasps> I love that. Getting on the internet, wanting to make some food, talk shit. Get dragged. Getting on your favorite celebrity website. Plays. Talk shit. Talk shit. Get Get dragged. dragged. All right. So what is your topic? We are going to talk about autumnally scented candles and hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So recipes for hard-boiled eggs, which really (laughs) requires more of a guide than a recipe because there's just the one way to do it. There's just the one way to do it. Yet I'm sure there's a lot of recipes. The internet doesn't know that there's just the one way to do it. Right. So we're so, gonna look at maybe some bad ways to do it. We're gonna look at we're gonna look at one bad way. Okay. One bad way to do it. Awesome. Um, but we are going to. I'm pumped about those candles. You should be pumped about the candles because it is fall. It is fall, babe. Fall is here. Fall is upon us. It's hard to see it in the Pacific Northwest. No, but, dude. Uh, it's been so like. It's pretty nice. It's, it's pretty, pretty nice. It's pretty fucking nice. So you are talking to, right out of your ass. I'm just not used to all these fucking pine trees Listen, ruining my buzz. What does fall smell like to you? Well, I want to say pumpkin, but that's a lie. 
It's <laughs> usually usually just sort of a cliche mixture of nutmeg, cinnamon, and so on. If you're lucky, a little cardamom, which, mm, 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 mm. love that. Love some cardamom. Does it smell like a bar of soap? Um, no. Hmm. So we are going to go to Yankee Candle. Okay. We're going straight to the source of autumnally scented items. Perfect. Perfect. We are going to the Yankee Candle website, and we're going to talk to Donna Ten about the autumnal leaves candle. Lovely. This is a one-star review. Of course. Bar of soap. Mm. The autumn leaves candle smells more like a bar of soap. I was hoping the burn would improve the smell, but no. Still smells like soap. The color's a bit off as far as autumn leaves are concerned. Too bright. <laughs> and what's super fun about Yankee Candle is that they really they really want to know what their customers are feeling and thinking, so they give them a little survey to fill out. Oh. When they write a review, they get a, to make their comment, and then they're asked several questions. Okay. Like, what are the pros? And then we get to see the survey? Because that's wild. Yeah, we do. Oh, fuck yeah. Yankee Candle all the way. All the way. I've been missing out. Pros. Decor enhancement. I most likely will not burn this again. So she is going to set this on her table because it says autumn leaves on it. She is going to let it collect dust and put it back in the cabinet. (laughs) Who do you give candles to as gifts? Not this one. (laughs) Are there any special occasions you look forward to using our candles for? Not this candle. (laughs) How does your favorite fragrance make you feel? Not my favorite fragrance. So basically, she put N.A. for everything. Every single one. And the last question they ask you in the survey is, what is your home decor? <laughs> My home decor is chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just, I really enjoyed. I really she, enjoyed that. Uh, her saltiness finally started to fade away just enough for her as a person to slip through just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Uh, Div- Divina said this in her one-star review. Bad smell. Smells nothing like autumn. Gives me a headache. Can't find the receipt, so I can't return it. Not happy with this candle. There are one, two, three, four, five, six commas. (laughs) No periods. And one hyphen. How does your favorite fragrance make you feel? Not good. (laughs) Do they not understand that it's referring to a different fragrance? No. Okay. They, they did not understand my favorite fragrance makes me feel this thing. Nope. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Emily54 says this in her one-star review of Autumn Leaves. Disappointing all the way! Six exclamation points. Very sad to say this candle only smell when you stand near it. I left it more than an hour with no result. This candle was a seven ounce one that I purchased had to put the review here because I did not see any more seven ounce. The sad thing about this is that I do not have a Yankee store near me. And if I do, it is too far for me. How does your favorite fragrance make you feel? (laughs) Here we go. This one depress. This one depress. This one depress. This one depress. Who do you give candles to as gifts? Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. I have, a, I have a quick question for you. Yes, please. Did anyone do the survey correctly? Negative. Not a single review that I read did the survey correctly. <laughs> okay. All right, it good. was beautiful. It is, an, it is an incredible thing. To be fair, I've never taken a survey seriously either. So. Uh, 
My poor RA. My poor RA that one year they sent out satisfaction <laughs> surveys. And I made the whole thing about about getting my dick closed in a door. Yeah. And a human being read that with their <laughs> own two had eyes. To read that, yeah. They had to. They were made to read that. I know because I was an RA. And he, he was probably high when he read it, so. That's true. Autumn Rain has this one-star review. Disappointing. Disappointing. I have been a Yankee Candle customer for years, and I, and I have enjoyed them forever. Lately, I have been having problems with the candles I have been getting. Autumn Woods, Autumn in the Park, and Harvest. I cannot smell the scent at all. Event when the top is opened. <laughs> I burn them for four hours thinking it was just me, but whoever comes to my house can't find the scent either. I returned three last week to get another scent I'm in love with, and these three have be- have to be returned also. I am so disappointed. I love Yankee Candle, and I don't know if they're going doing anything different in the making of the jar candles. Am I the only one with this problem? I mean, other people lose their senses of smell over time, too. That happens. How does your favorite fragrance make you feel? Ooh, here we go. They used to make me feel alive, but lately, I'm depressed. <laughs> what? Wow. What? Wow. Also, just a little note, she's been going to Yankee Candle for years, but she's been smelling the candles forever. Forever. This is an old one Mm -hmm. who has come to Yankee Candle to tell them that they're (laughs) shit now. These candles used to make her feel alive. Mm -hmm. They used to be the reason she was here. And lately... They were shitty garbage. Her anchor. They were. They were her Her anchor anchor to this corporeal realm. Mm -hmm. Out of the nether nether realm. That she generally exists Mm -hmm. in sniffing the candles forever. (laughs) Now it's just disappointing. Man, who would who would have thunk that the uh, the crowd that goes all the way to to Yankee Candles website to leave a review and do a survey. Also, also the kind of crowd that leaves a lot of typos. A lot of typos. A lot of typos. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk? Megan T21 has this one star review. Nice idea. It didn't work, though. I love the idea of this candle. However, the scent didn't even come close to expectation. It just smells kind of blah. Blah. I was expecting a crisp, fresh wonderful small fall smell with hints of spice there somewhere instead i got a weak version of autumn wreath wreath sorry yankee why keep reinventing the wheel you bring the same sense with different names every year if you had any idea what the customers want you would bring back the old classic fall scents before renaming the old ones for instance nature's paintbrush autumn lodge Fall Festival and Harvest Welcome. (laughs) Where did these amazing scents go? They were my go-tos. I miss them. So what scents are we really going for other than pumpkin pie spice? Like what what do you what's your what what are the other scents in your as a candle maker, what are the other scents in your your autumn arsenal? You know? Uh Well, I have the answer for that. Oh, here we go. Okay. Because I just 99% of candles smell like soap. You know, some variation of soap, unless it's a smell that makes sense in a candle, like, you know, sage or whatever, then it's going to smell like that. But most candles just smell like soap. So you're not wrong. Most candles do smell, well, some candles smell like soap. 
A lot of candles smell like soap. Some kind of soap. But I think Coco clarifies this in their one-star review. Okay. I am not a picky person, but this smells more like men's cologne than autumn leaves. And this was the response from Yankee Candle. Ooh. We really appreciate you sharing your feedback on autumn leaves fragrance with us. We do understand that fragrance is a very personal experience and that we all smell things differently. <laughs> We are sorry to hear that you did not, you are not experiencing the birch, maple, citrus, uh. and berry fragrance that makes up our blend of autumn leaf fragrance. And then it goes on about how she can return it. But I just, I really liked Sassy Yankee Candle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry that you did not experience the birch and maple and berry. Corinne, that, okay, so that the original review was left five years ago, and then uh-huh. Yankee Candle replied five years ago. Three years ago, Corinne replied to Yankee Candle's reply with, I agree. <laughs> Corinne really had nothing better to do. Why, <laughs> why are autumn leaves supposed to smell like berries? What kind of berries make you think of autumn? None of them. None of them. Uh, berries are a summertime berries thing. are summer yeah. a little bit of spring what the fuck i get the maple i get the maple i get the birch, birch. Mm-hmm. citrus doesn't really make me think no. of fall citrus is also a very why, summery we, why the hell of... are we talking about citrus um so that we can experience the maple yeah birch but... berry and citrus fragrance that is autumn leaves all right yankee candle you're on watch you're on watch I, i'm not buying what you're selling there's some bullshit so who's getting dragged today Who's getting dragged? Let's drag to Food Network Hell. So I actually, uh, I have brought two celebrity chefs who are going to get dragged. We're going to get started with someone who, again, we don't really know a lot about, but she's she's still a cultural icon. It is Reed Drummond, the pioneer woman. I knew it was going to be Reed Drummond. I literally was in the living room and I was like, is it Reed Drummond? And you were like, no, no, it's not Reed Drummond. No. <laughs> I'm it's more- not the pioneer woman because I was on her fucking blog just like two days ago yeah. for unrelated reasons. I wasn't looking up a recipe. I was just looking up Reed Drummond. Were you looking up a recipe? Is that what you're trying to imply? No, no, genuinely. Tell. That would be better because I'm sure she's got some good recipes. But no, I just literally was looking up Food Network celebrities because I'm a psychopath. Oh, I mean, I looked through their entire talent pool <laughs> on their website to figure out who I wanted to do. Um, did you know that, uh, oh, what's his name? That fucking unfunny comedian with the puppets. What's his name? Jeff Dunham? Jeff Dunham, yeah. Yeah. He has a page on the Food Network because he was in one thing one time. Yikes. Yikes. Um, so anyway, Reed Drummond, we're going to get started with her recipe for braised beef brisket. Yum. Mm. And some of the salty things that are going on in that page. So let's get started off here with a review from Melissa on this recipe for braised beef brisket. First off, everyone should know that Rhee is not a trained chef. She simply has a lot of money behind her to get these type of opportunities that are way out of her league. Is this the review? Yes. Okay, when you started, I I thought you were just like letting us know that she didn't go to culinary school and then you like cut deep and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Okay, I understand, I'll continue. Yeah, Melissa's talking now. Oh, okay. This is Melissa. (laughs) All of her recipes are either full of fat, measurements are way off, and cooking time is typically way off. On top of that, most of her recipes are ones that she stole from others and tweaked. Obviously tweaked in a bad way. Food Network is a joke now. (laughs) 
<laughs> when was it not, Melissa? Yeah, I know. Sad, sad thing is that this res- this review was, and again, this is how the Food Network does it. This review was from one thousand seven hundred two days ago. So I, 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 the Food Network is more of a joke now. I know. If it the was a joke, the Food Network was never not a joke. It was never not a joke. Because if you, even if you think back to like the cooking shows that people watch, like and I watch that were like good, like there's a cooking. The reason my my older brother is a cook is because of a cooking show, and it was Martin Yan can cook, which was not on the Food Network. Hmm. So good shit was never on the Food. I not I really. Watched, I watched so much of the Food Network. Good shit was not there. No, it's, you know, it's not there. You don't watch the Food Number for quality television. No. Um, now, the sad thing is, I'm pretty sure 1,702 days ago would be before the Triple G, guys, grocery games. <laughs> oh, no. So if Melissa only, didn't know what was coming. If only Melissa could see it now. Oh, she had just waited. Let's find out. So Melissa's put her neck out there, right? She's really putting her opinions out there. She's being kind of an ass. Let's find out how she gets dragged. In this review from Connie F., I'm so ready. Guess what? We know her story, and we know she cooks for the people who work on the ranch. People who work that hard need substantial food. Her recipes are delicious, and she has never pretended to be something that she is not. Don't like a show? Don't watch it. I Okay. I'm just saying that Connie, was it? Connie. Connie is subscribing to my Life is a Choose Your Own Adventure novel mentality where like you don't have to i mean nobody's making you watch if somebody is making you watch reed drummond please reach out if somebody's forcing you to do that please reach out otherwise let me be clear the thesis of talk shit to get dragged is not necessarily that all of the drags are totally rude and unnecessary sometimes they're totally justified but why? It's the Food Network. <laughs> why are we Forum. here? Why, why are we here maybe, playing Rock'em Sock'em Robots? Maybe go take a walk in nature or something. <laughs> like it's it's Bring okay. Some fresh air. You're gonna be fine. We have another response from F N Queen. Three quarters of criticism is jealous. <laughs> oh, OMG! Everybody's recipe is derived from somewhere. I am glad she found something she's good at and loves. Get a life and enjoy yours. Last one. Listen. Listen. Uh-huh. She's rubber and you're glue. So it turns out you're a no-talent bitch. Guess what? (laughs) That would have been a much better response. I know. We have one more for that one. This is my favorite. One more response to that comment? It it gathered some attention. Melissa didn't know what she was in for. First, guys' grocery games occurred. Mm -hmm. And now these people. Mm -hmm. Jeez. I love La. To be fair, I love La... In a response from 554 days ago, she's many years late. Many years late. Haters like you make Ree's day. Do you? Do they? Do you? Okay. I love La. I, I love La. What I love was La. I love La. Ree Drummond doesn't read this page, honey. I don't think any of them do. Ree Drummond's not on this page, honey. This isn't that kind of deal. This isn't. This isn't that place. No. Go home. My my favorite thing about the Food Network uh, review pages is that almost like way too many of them, like a vast majority of them, are addressed directly to 
the celebrity chef. As, th- as though it is their blog. As though it's their personal blog. Yeah, which it's not. What happened was they did a TV show, went home, had a doobie or whatever, and some unpaid intern then transcribed their bullshit and put it on the internet. Nobody reads the reviews. Nobody. I just, I highly doubt that a Food Network celebrity has ever gone on to the Food Network website. Not since like its I, inception. Not, yeah. no. Like Maybe they, in the early They days. probably, you know, sent... Which was, who's one that they don't actually like very much? Probably like Melissa D. Arabian had yeah. to check it out like yeah. seven seasons of Food Network Star ago. <laughs> but not anymore. All that being said. Okay. We've got a review for Ranch Pork Chop Sheet Pan Supper. Do they have applesauce? Um, No, it's a sheet pan supper. You don't cook applesauce on a sheet pan. Well, you don't, you don't, cook, don't cook applesauce on a sheet pan. Um, you yeah. put it on after. You don't cook it, baby. I don't. I doubt. I don't think. I don't think so. I know you don't think. I don't. No, not normally. Um, <laughs> so we have a review from. I'm sorry, I love you. Anonymous. An unmitigated disaster. I. <laughs> Just like our podcast. Especially today. I used one inch thick pork chops, yet they were overdone after 22 minutes while the potatoes were underdone. The beans were totally raw after seven minutes. The black pepper overpowered everything. As far as cooking everything on one pan, it's a bad idea. There's no substitute for treating each component separately. Response. No, actually, this is a separate review, but I think it references Anonymous's directly. This is from Miranda S., Oh my goodness, this recipe was amazing. It was easy to make, fast, delicious, and my whole fam bam enjoyed it all. That's not editorializing it. She actually says fam bam. <laughs> I absolutely love everything about the Pioneer Woman. Thank you for sharing your amazing recipes. By the way, oh. all the negative comments from people on here should just stop. If you don't enjoy the recipe, get out of here and go learn how to cook on your own. This is a recipe, and we should all be thankful Rhea sharing it with us all. Okay, thank y'all. Bye. Oh, mama. Okay, so Connie suggested that if you do not like Reed Drummond, maybe you should not watch her. I get that. But if you're just trying a recipe because it sounds like it's going to be suitable for your family and then it turns out like dog shit... <laughs> I mean, listen, some of it's always going to be user error. Always. But, like, <laughs> don't be a dickhole. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. All right. And what? Well, what I was trying to remember if Connie was a dick, but I don't think so. Oh, who cares about Connie? We have <laughs> defended her. I put my name in her basket, so. That was a mistake. We have <laughs> we have a review for classic hot wings recipe with Worcestershire sauce. So why why are you eating hot wings with Worcestershire? That's what some people had to say as well. We have a review from Diz. Oh, maybe they're not buffalo wings. Are they buffalo? The classic buffalo wings. So why? Literally classic that's buffalo wings. Fucked up, Re. Listen. I'm surprised you know this much. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was weird. No, you eat buffalo wings with blue cheese dressing Le- or ranch if you're nasty, but blue cheese dressing if you're like a good person. Le- let me clarify. Worcestershire. Worcestersh- can you say that word for me real quick? Worcestershire. Thank you. Uh, that thing is not part of the like uh, the name of the recipe. I just added that as a oh. note so that I remember because that's what most of the comments were about. Okay. I mean, like, Reed Drummond isn't coming to your house and forcing you to eat buffalo wings with Worcestershire sauce, but... 
It is a little weird. It's a little strange. To each their own. Different strokes, yo. Different strokes, folks. Unless you're a celebrity chef, we got a review from <laughs> Diz3898 underscore 106297278 who had this to say. Do you think that's their social security number? Probably. Mm-hmm. There is no Worcestershire sauce in real buffalo wings. <laughs> and then we got a, a fucking just a lot of responses. We're gonna we're gonna look through some of those. We got Marsha E. Everyone, please remember this is Ree's recipe, so she can make it any way she likes, which is why she has a wonderful cooking show, and we don't. Love this girl, her family, and her show. Peaceful. 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 Mm -hmm. Peaceful. Okay, peaceful. Nice. We got a response from Janine M. So? (laughs) Stop being snarky. What do you care anyway what Ree puts in her recipe? Make your own. Uh, Which? Well, okay. (laughs) See, the issue that we have there is that the point of posting a recipe online is that so other people will make it. However... If you don't like Worcestershire sauce with your buffalo wings, probably just find a different recipe that doesn't include Worcestershire sauce. But But Janine, I think you have a flawed mentality about how this all works, honey. Oh, yikes, The recipe's up there for the public, honey. You're allowed to say things about it. Again, Reed Drummond has a personal blog. I went there. (laughs) I went there. I've seen it. It's not well written. Sorry, Reed. I'm sorry. It's not well written. She's not listening. She's not listening. She's not here. But it's not well written, but it's there. It's there. And I think you can comment on it if you want to talk to her personally. She's not even real. She's an android. We've talked about this. She is an android. Her soul has been eaten. Her soul has been eaten. Yes, good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have one more response from Randy M. N. Kind of funny how these wannabe chefs profess to know it all. And then they post uh, the original comment very badly copy-pasted. Diz seems a little dizzy. Do you hold the quote-unquote quintessential Bible on how to make these quotes? It's called interpretation, dot, dot, dot. Einstein. (laughs) It's called, it's called quote-unquote inventive. Which is an adjective, so grammatically that doesn't really make sense. No, it's called inventive. That's what it's called, babe. It's called inventive and what drives this love-slash-creative sense of cooking. This is, quote-unquote, her recipe, not yours. Hmm. 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 Okay. Mm. Yes. Okay. okay. Listen. All right. Listen. I'm sorry that I said people who don't eat blue cheese on their buffalo wings are bad people. They are, <laughs> but I'm sorry I said it. Maybe Worcestershire sauce on buffalo wings is the best shit I've never had. I love some anchovies on my buffalo wings. That's great. I mean. For those of you who don't know, Worcestershire is made with anchovies. Anyway. It is. It is. And, and it, is a, it is a wonderful, tasty thing. But I like to, I mean, I like to put it on bland shit because... It's got its own flavor. Not on like shit that is spicy and flavorful and if made well is like unctuous mm-hmm. and man, yeah, why did I give up meat? I want buffalo wings so bad. I know. It's oh, gnarly. Gosh, why gnarly did I thing. give up meat? What did I do? I'm fortunate that I never liked the stuff. Oh um, man. Speaking of giving up meat, let's look at holiday roll ups. This is our last recipe from Marie Drummond. 
What's in a holiday roll-up? A holiday roll-up, thank you for asking. I did make note of this. It's a, tor- it's a tortilla roll-up with cream cheese, ranch dressing mix, and bell peppers. I mean, so, yeah, sounds like, so sounds like, like mom food. Yeah, I get it's, it. it's mom food. It doesn't it's need a recipe. Like it. it doesn't, no. Um, we have our first response from Le Caljos. Great finger food for my vegan friends. Because they're usually eating raw beans. Perfectly nice. Perfectly nice yeah. response. Doesn't make any sense. We're going to find out why from Julia's child. Oh, wait. Cream cheese? Sorry, it just hit me that he's serving Ju- cream cheese to his vegan friends. Julia's child says, your vegan friends do not eat dairy products. <laughs> I love that she assumed that it wasn't that he had just misspoke and said vegan instead of vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. he, she needs to tell him about his friends. Listen, you don't understand. Or she also made the assumption that he didn't just go buy vegan cream cheese, which is That's, a thing. Which is a thing. You can, that, you can buy that at like any grocery store. Like any grocery store. So definitely some assumptions flying around. Uh, now... Just at the mere mention of vegan, vegan came up, right? The word vegan was used. So naturally, and they have been summoned. Naturally, someone had to get fucking pissed. Excuse me. I'm, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm a carnivore. Excuse me. You're a dick. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm a carnivore. You're going to die. You're so unhealthy. You're so unhealthy. Let's hear from Lori L. <laughs> Lori L? Lori like a shampoo, and she she has the personality of a shampoo. Oh, boy. My gosh, eat some cream cheese. Vegans are some of the most unhealthy people. Eat some Holy meat. Holy shit balls. Holy fucking hell, L'Oreal. My gosh, eat some cream cheese. Okay, like... Set down your fucking peace pipe for half a second and go eat some cream cheese, you stick person. <laughs> Vegans can be perfectly healthy, and they can be fine people. Response from Mary S. Not always. Lori Yeezy, you are very wrong. Vegetarians and vegans are quite healthy and enjoy great food. So there we go. We're ending okay. on a nice okay. note. Okay. We're ending on a nice note. But also, my gosh, eat some cream cheese. My, my gosh. Eat some meat. It's just like my vegan lasagna. I made this with meat and cheese. It's way better. It's way better. It's, <laughs> way, it's better. way better with meat and cheese. Oh, man. Pop quiz. How do you boil an egg? Hard boil. Okay, okay, Jeezy Pete's. Um, so I really enjoy cooking. Let's preface that. I really I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I've I practice cooking a lot and I think I'm getting better the at it. The exposition will not save you. How do you okay. how do you hard boil an egg? Okay, you put the you put the e- look, I'm really genuinely trying. You put <laughs> you you put the egg in the pot and then you and then you get the heat going. And I think there's something about, like, it can be good if you let the egg get to room temperature, but, like, no one's going to fucking do that. Um, so then you get the you get the heat going, and when it starts to boil, then you take it off the heat, and you put the lid on it for sometime between 8 to 12 minutes, depending on what level of hard boil you want. So, like, soft boil, I think, is 8. Hard boil is 12. How did I do? You are incredible. Yeah, boy! Still got it. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and share with the listeners that I think there is, like... There I'm are... so sorry I just said yeah boy like that. Holy shit. No one What cares. the fuck is wrong no with me? No one has time what to care about the fuck is wrong that. with me? So many things, but I love you anyway. Jeez, fuck me. I'm so, I'm so done. No. 
I'm 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 Babe, fucking I lumpy know gravy. that you want to have an existential crisis right now, but I want to talk about eggs. All right, let's do a podcast. So <laughs> listen, I fucking love a hard boiled egg, which mm. sounds weird. It because does. they're not they're not particularly flavorful items, but they are nature's little protein mega house. You know, they're just mm. this perfect little nugget that you can eat and it will just give you all these nutrients mm-hmm. and the perfect like medium boiled egg that isn't too soft or too hard and the yellow is just custardy and beautiful and the white is like just velvety and there's no give you know there's it's not chewy at all there's no give to it the whole thing is just unctuous and you just you roll it around a little paprika and it Mm. is like i just i love a hard-boiled egg Um, (laughs) and i am very i am i love to cook yeah i am not in you have tried to get better at cooking i just kind of put things in a pot and see if it works but i can fucking hard boil an egg oh yeah every I know time that. i let you every do it every time clearly um, and importantly it's a, it's like a great source of protein that you don't have to pay like three dollars for out of the health food section that no. has like a picture of a dude climbing a mountain on it no you can get you can get like farm fresh eggs five dollars for a dozen you know at which the farmer's definitely market. just shocked some people i'm sure well <laughs> even but even here in portland you can get like farm fresh cage-free like eggs that are you know from chickens that aren't tortured well for like five well tortured less tortured less for like five dollars you yeah. know and then you get 12 of them i fucking love eggs i just i'm a big egg boy it's the it's, that's the reason i'm not a vegan i fucking love eggs yeah um Guess who can't make a hard-boiled egg? Who can't make a hard-boiled egg? It's Ken on all recipes. Oh, boy. I'm going to tell you the recipe. Ken's perfect hard-boiled egg. Oh, my God. That's setting it up so badly. And I mean perfect. Perfect. Is in parentheses. Oh, jeez. Okay. Recipe by Ken. I couldn't sleep one night, so I researched several ways to hard-boil eggs and developed this process. Okay, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> no, That's how Fight Club starts. We're not allowed to start your recipe like Fight Club starts. <laughs> While you do not taste the vinegar or salt, they both pull the skin from the eggshell so the peels easily... So it peels easily without tearing or sticking. Family members call them Kin's Eggs. Enjoy! You shouldn't call, you should, eggs should never be possessive unless no, it's the chicken or a duck or a quail. It can be quail's eggs, not kin's eggs. You should not take pride in having an egg named after you. That's no, not good. That's, that's not, not healthy. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. Okay. So it's one tablespoon salt, ha- a fourth a cup distilled white vinegar, six cups of water, and eight eggs. And then you combine the salt, vinegar, and water in a large pot and bring to boil over high heat. Add the eggs one at a time while it is at a rolling boil. Reduce heat to a gentle boil and cook for 14 minutes. So the first problem is that he at no point tells you to not put fridge cold eggs into a pot of boiling water. Which if you have taken like a fourth grade science lesson, you know is not going to work. Those are just going to explode, You can't put a fridge cold item into a pot of boiling water. It's not going to work. Mm-mm. Are you ready for the reviews? Are you oh ready? My God. Are you ready? Lindsay Brennan has this one star review. Quite possibly the biggest disaster I've ever had. The skin got stuck to the eggs. I've had so many divots in them once peeled. They are useless. 
my Easter is ruined. <laughs> Ken? <laughs> Ken, these are the ethical obligations you have to your recipes. It's like when it's like when the Coen brothers made Fargo and then someone thought it was real and died. Like these these are the the quandaries that you face when you post on all recipes. You have ruined an Easter. Ruined an Easter. Christ died and came back and you ruined his day with your bullshit Vinny eggs. Michelle 77 has this one star review. I did this recipe with 36 eggs. I must have done something wrong because these were the worst (laughs) eggs I've ever cracked in my life. I couldn't even use half of them. They stuck so bad. I quadrupled everything on the recipe thinking it would work, but I guess not. Ugh. I have to go boil more eggs now using a different recipe. Frowny face. Okay, so wait, how many eggs did she use? 36. Okay, so her math sucks, for one. For one thing, her math sucks. Because four times eight is not 36. It's not 36. So for one thing, her math sucks. You did not realize that part of why that was funny. That was not part of What was the part of it that you thought was funny? Why did she put 36 eggs in one pot and thought they would all boil? (laughs) It's a little wild, yeah. My confusion was like the heat dispersion. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, your your pan's overcrowded, honey. I don't. 36 fridge cold eggs going into some <laughs> boiling water. I'm just, that, I'm just glad that Michelle still has arms yeah, that aren't real. like completely scalded off from all the boiling water that was shooting out of the pot she put 36 eggs into. Can we also think about, and again, I'm, I, I'm no, you know, I don't know what I'm not, but <laughs> trying to imagine 36 full eggs going into a pot of... 24 cups of water. That is a big pot. <laughs> that is a fucking That is a lot of displacement. Pot. Surely, surely she broke it into two separate pots or maybe she did four pots and then realized her math didn't work. Who would this who knows with this person, I man? Don't even they're know. they're on another plane of like existence. <laughs> How proud are you? How um, proud of you are you, uh, are you of you? Honestly, I could do better. You could do better. <laughs> and I'm a little ashamed. I don't think you are. I think you fucking love that. Do you, I did fucking love that. Do you know what happens when you put... I mean, if they don't explode, do you know what happens to fridge cold eggs if you put them in boiling water? Uh, no, I actually don't know. They get the green ring. Oh, uh, okay. That's... uh, It's sulfur in the yolk yeah the green ring of death the green ring of death if you have a green ring on your eggs it means your water was too hot when you put them in there and if you if you get eggs at a hotel and they have the hard-boiled eggs and you crack them open and they have the green ring then you look at your significant other in despair (laughs) because you are forced to do this because it's this hard-boiled egg it's 6 30 in the morning and you're in cheyenne wyoming and your egg is green and your waffles tasted bad, so you and resorted you, to eggs. And your waffles taste like shitty vinegar. <laughs> and you honestly wonder if either... You can't tell if they're either trying to taste like buttermilk and doing it bad, or if they're just spoiled all the shit. spoiled all the shit. And then you you crack your egg open, it has a green ring around it, and you're so sad. And then you drive to nine hours until you're somewhere else. We really went off on a fi- fictional tangent there. I mean, we've never yeah, experienced totally, any of that. Yeah, totally fictional tangent. Uh, Greg L. has this one star review. This is a great way to throw six eggs in the trash. Okay, so for starters, 
Uh, his math also sucked. His math also sucked because he didn't make the eight eggs. Or maybe he means he made eight eggs and only two of them were good. Well, let's find out. No, that's it. Oh, okay. That's the whole review. Okay. This is a good way to throw six eggs in the trash. So his math sucks. <laughs> but I don't. I don't think the difference between six and eight was gonna save. Was gonna save his poor eggs. No, I don't think so. Um, six mouths has this three star review. So this is an individual with six mouths. Wow. I followed Lucky Leprechaun's advice and did not add salt or vinegar. It's not needed. Just (laughs) simply submerge the eggs in ice water after they boiled. And they were perfect. I've tried the method of adding eggs to cold water, bringing it to a boil, turning it off, and leaving it covered on a cold burner for a set period of time. And I've never had them turn out. Okay, so the correct method doesn't work for you, but the no. bullshitty one that you still had to make less bullshitty, that one's fine. Well, I, I don't know what method she used because she didn't put the salt or vinegar or anything, but she also like didn't do it the way, I mean, I guess maybe I shouldn't say the correct way, but the way that makes the most sense to me personally. Mm-hmm. These were perfect and just in time for Easter. I'm sure the recipe as written produces a wonderful hard-boiled egg, but it is in the method, not the additional gre- ingredients. Okay. So she says the method of throwing eight fridge cold eggs. Potentially fridge cold eggs. Into six cups of boiling water is. Is fine. And leaving them for 14 minutes. I mean, if it's working for some people, then like something's up. Maybe they're not letting, maybe they're letting them warm up a little bit. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, you can let your, you can have your eggs come to room temperature. The other, the best, okay. Here's my other secret. Okay. The best way for having your eggs come off the shell easily, and this could be wrong. This could be me telling an old wives' tale. But if your eggs are super fresh, the shell sticks more. If your eggs are like a week out or like a week and a half out, then the shell will come off more easily. Gin, that's not funny. And that's just some tips on eggs. Gin. It's a comedy podcast, folks. I know. Gin has this four-star review. Cat. <laughs> and the funny's back in the room. <laughs> we got there in the end. We dug down to it. Cat. Cool Cav has this four-star review. They were pretty good. I have a microwave egg cooker that works great, but it only cooks four at a time, and I have to use this version to make 12. I like how my microwave one does a better job. <laughs> Okay, but maybe try something else then. You don't have to use this one if you want to do 12. No, he you, has to. You are essentially just wasting vinegar and salt anyway. You're really just wasting it. So who else are we going to talk about? <laughs> so for, for our second segment of Talk Shit Get Dragged. Talk Shit Get, get dragged. dragged. We're looking at none other than, who would you guess? Is it Sandra Lee? No, that's too easy. Um, is it is it Alex Gornishelli? No, that's a good idea though. Maybe next time. Oh no, time. I bet she's great. It's Guy Fieri. <gasps> Guy Guy Fieri, whose oh name I pronounced gosh, correctly. Oh my you lied to me. You lied to me, you motherfucker. Oh, did I tell you it wasn't Guy Fieri? You told me. You told me specifically it was Sandra Lee, and then you were like, "Oh, you guessed it. It's Sandra Lee." Oh, I almost certainly said that with a super sarcastic accent, and you just didn't pick up on I it. I missed it. I'm sorry. I called you motherfucker. I love you a lot. We're gonna be looking at Guy Fieri. <laughs> what? Sorry. Go on. Tell me about Guy Fieri. We're gonna be looking at first a review for his Texas chili recipe. This is from Anonymous. Just awful. 
So at the two plus hour mark, when you can tell what it will be like, I added tomatoes and more spices. As it was, and I finished it like the recipe says, it is uneatable. Oh no! Response from Alice R. Uneatable is not a word. (laughs) Thanks, Oxford English Dictionary. Not many words in this one. (laughs) We're going to look at a review for Gen- are you ready for this review title? I love that Get they ready. Didn't even, they didn't even make that a teachable moment. No, they that- didn't even say like there's we've got a word for that one. Bro. No, it's just uneatable they, is not a word. It's not a word. Big middle finger to you. You talk shit about guy, but you used to bet like yeah. Are you ready for this recipe title? It is banana cake. Ooh. General guy's Chinese chicken. Fuck the fuck off right fuck, now. Fuck off. What? 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 We have a review from Kathy M. Tell me about it, Kathy. Will not show recipe general guy Chinese chicken. <laughs> Will it not? That was a one star review. Mm. We're going to look at a response from guest. Mm. I can view the recipe on the app and website. Please, please. Do not rate a recipe you have not made. Do not give a low rating because you are upset about a site issue. It is dishonest and unfair. What kind of time do these people have? I know. I just... I can't imagine. I get off work at four, and that's after I stay after my job ends for like an hour and a half doing other shit. And then I leave work at four, and I do not have time. To go on the Food Network site and tell people to not have technical difficulties. Right. What kind of time does guests have that they can just waste all of their their precious hours on this? Get a hobby. I know, right? Get a hobby. Unless this is your hobby because this is our hobby. So who knows? Don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick. If you find a hobby, like, I can't imagine spending my time like that. Like, I... I'm I'm entirely too busy throughout the day. I'm entirely too busy rewatching Breaking Bad or <laughs> or playing the worst hero on Overwatch I possibly can, the most obnoxious one. I I'm like I'm way too I'm I'm juggling all these responsibilities and I don't have time to get on the fucking Food Network website no. and tell you that something isn't a word. What's the fucking point? If I did I'd that, I'd rather play Overwatch. Who would do my Penny Dell puzzle books? Exactly. Holy shit. We have a review for Guy Fieri's Penne with Cajun hot links and chipotle shrimp recipe. Ooh. Now, uh, this recipe was posted around the time that Guy won Food Network Star. So oh, so this is a while ago. This is a review from... I'm honestly... I haven't done the math. I'm honestly starting to doubt that their day counts are correct. Well, Guy won the Food Network Star like the second season of Food Network Star. And now we're on season 12. That'd be what, like 10 years ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it would be about 10 years ago. About 10 years ago. Okay, I guess that math checks out because this comment is from... 4,450 days ago. Thank you, Food Network. I'm not going to sing because I like you people. This is a review from Elizabeth M. Seriously, while I think it's quote-unquote cute, that it is obvious so many of Guy's friends visit this site to give him rave reviews, some even quote-unquote rating the recipe before even trying it, People, let's be honest. Guy makes bar food that is really quite gross. He gives credence to the theory that Americans have an unsophisticated palate. Hot dogs and shrimp? 
His show sucks. His personality is annoying and his food is revolting. I'm doing as some of the others have done on this review and rate it before trying it, mainly because I'll would never... <laughs> the curtain has been peeled away. Mainly because I'll would never let this vile concoction near my mouth. I'm rating it one star. If zero was an option, this recipe would get it. Classic. Classic. Okay. A, fucking classic. B, use a hypocrite. I know, right? Uh, use a hypocrite. I know. Super, super hypocrite. These are the these are the hypocrite finger guns that I'm doing right now. <laughs> we have a we have a separate review that serves as a response. But maybe I'm not done thinking about how bullshit that last one was. You're creaking and cracking. I'm so I'm sitting in the world's creakiest chair, and I, know, I always we do. Gotta I'm so sorry. We gotta deal with that shit. We deal with this. Listen we again. I'm letting you into our crafting space, like I did last week. I have to sit perfectly still at all times and move only my upper body like a reverse Irish dancer. <laughs> Just so we you gotta, all know, we got to get you a fucking chair. Um, we're gonna look at this response from Jeff S. I, in my unsophisticated palate, loved this dish. So did my wife, Bobby Sue, and my kids, Larry, Daryl, and Daryl. And if memory serves, the name of the show is Guy's Big Bite, not Knitting Doilies with Pierre. If this type of food is not your quote-unquote cup of tea, please watch something else. For the life of me, I can't understand why people come here to trash the shows, the hosts, and the recipes, especially without even having tried them. I found this site to be not only a goldmine of recipes, but many of the re reviews actually add very good ideas. The Food Network provides this forum as a place to leave ideas, tips, praise, and or constructive criticism, not hate. I also believe that if you have something controversial to say, then have enough backbone to leave a real name, not anonymous. This is something we unsophisticated Americans are proud to have. BTW, I've never met Guy, I don't even know where he's from or what his real name is. <laughs> did did John Han Hancock sign that constitution? Guy, keep the great recipes coming. I forgot that was in there. I forgot that's how it ended. That he implies that Guy is not Guy's real name. When it, I'm pretty sure it his, definitely his is. His name is Guy. I'm pretty sure his name is Guy. And his last name is Italian. <laughs> so we have to assume that his family at some point is Italian. I like that his. I like that his riotous defense of Guy Fieri, his like, his like really aggressive defense aggressive. of Guy Fieri, also assumes that his name is a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke and a lie. My favorite part about that review is that I don't know which parts were a joke on purpose. Right. I the first part, I think that he's joking, but at the same time, like I don't think that his <laughs> wife's name is Bobby Sue and his children are Larry, Daryl, and Daryl. Yeah. But then it really loses me. I don't know what is a joke and what is not a joke. I, I don't know. know any longer what. And why are you why are you validating the comment about unsophistication with your like dumb name jokes when you're trying to be serious? Like, I, what are you doing? I don't understand what's happening. Also, also, one thing we didn't address is is this recipe hot dogs and shrimp? Yeah, it's hot, it's well, it's Cajun links. Cajun. Oh, links. okay. Did you but tell me that or what I did? I missed this it. This isn't the name of the recipe. Oh, okay. But they're basically just hot dogs. So it is a little gnarly. So uh, those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. But I actually had a hard time finding a lot on Guy Fieri. Like when I did Trisha Yearwood, it was just, I mean, I had to like cut so much. I had to cut yeah. so much because there yeah. was so much hate. Um, with Guy Fieri, like people were surprisingly polite. 
Oh, because he's, I mean, it, I've heard he's a nice guy. In, in the cruelest irony, like the most yeah. fun person to make fun of in the universe. And he knows. Really had a hard time God finding God bless stuff. him. He knows. Uh, so while there weren't a lot of like really aggressive responses, there was a lot of just hate. Oh, yikes. Yeah. So because what what I learned is that when you're Guy Fieri, you just get dragged and oh. nobody stands up for you. There was that time he threw hot pockets into a crowd. Yeah. That, right in the backs. That happened. Um, yeah, so let's look at some of those. We have another review from Jeff S. He's just trying to bring us all to Flavortown. And if we would just go willingly, if we would he just wouldn't go have along to be with like this. But, he wouldn't have to be this way if we would go willingly into but, Flavortown. No, he's just going to get dragged. Chelsea M. In a review for Cornbread Stuffed Meatloaf. Mmm, yum. What the fuck? This week was truly a dumpster diving show. Meatloaf stuffed with corn muffins? How gross. First guy made tater tots, then he did shrimp and hot dogs, and now this. Gosh, what's next? According to Food Network, Guy charmed the country by cooking good food that was fearless, fun, and fundamental as his life-size personality. I haven't seen that. All I'm seeing are menus that you would expect a very novice cook to make. I'm all for simple ingredients, but at least make something that doesn't look like it came out of the dumpster from behind the building. This show needs to go back to the drawing board for better menus. Life-sized personality? As his life-sized person. Yeah, what the fuck? Does not that- larger than life. <laughs> not larger. Not, not particularly like bombastic. <laughs> life-sized. Just, just life-sized. His personality is the same size as Guy Fieri. Yeah. Good job. It, it's a, you did it's it. It's a cardboard cutout personality that's as tall as he is. Good job. Good job, Guy Fieri. I just like I feel like that was supposed to be really cut and that was supposed to be, he was supposed to have a life-sized personality. <laughs> I mean, let's hope we all have life-sized personalities. Let's hope they're about as big as we are. It remains to, it remains to be seen for someone like me. We have Lucas I L. Mean, same. Yeah. Lucas L. Like the way you act and look, your food is totally disgusting. Like, okay. That one's that one's just mean. Wow. That one's just I mean, mean. Okay. People were that's also people, that's that's from around the time he won Food Network Star. Like people were pissed that he won that's Food Network so Star. Crazy. I just like for somebody who I mean, Guy Fieri looks the way he does on purpose. It's part of his thing. Yeah. And you know what? If we are still gonna get upset about that in this day and age when we have so much else to be upset about. Mm-hmm. holy shit like we're still i mean that was 10 years ago but even i mean even 10 years ago we had other problems we had yeah. problems that weren't that guy likes to bleach his hair blonde and wear a funny mustache 10 years ago we had a recession on we had a recession on we had a recession on don't like and i've been there because it's easy it's so easy to make fun of guy Fieri for being shit and whatever but like he's just guy and he's done it he's successful and i haven't heard anything bad about him he does a lot of work for best buddies we have one more for guy fieri i'm so excited this is from lee d i've saved the best for last lee d and that last guy said that he looked and acted and cooked disgustingly so this is going to be good harsh dude harsh my pastor's four-year-old daughter calls guy her husband is there something other than egg I can use for the binder? I'm trying to go all vegan. Anybody, please let me know. My email is, and then he puts his email. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> he does what on the internet? No, he just put his email. I mean, is it, 
Is it 2002? Is it 1997 where we're using um, our emails as our username still? It was 3,518 days ago. So that's not 1997. Um, I'd have to do the math. He did. I don't think so. He didn't look. The, he didn't look the recipe up on Encarta. <laughs> Fucking hell! Also, why I'm my pastor's four year old daughter calls guy her husband. Also, how do I make how do I make these without eggs? Thanks. If you could just email me. If you guy, please. hey guy, hey guy, yeah. can you email me? Can you please, guy? Can you email me? My um, my email is needhelp at flavortown.com. And please, could you email me, guy? Look, guy, I really don't need any more penis enlargement pills. I've tried them. I've tried just, several. I've tried so many. I've, I've tried all card of card the number. vegans ones. I put my credit card number in so many places. The bank, the bank emails me every day asking for my credit card number, my social security number, because my account needs validated. I do it every single day, every and they keep sending it. Day. BB&T, what is up? What are what, you doing? What is going on, Wells Fargo? Why do I never have any money? But I'm trying to be vegan. Um, so if you could send me some non-egg binders, that'd be great. Thanks, Guy. Then thank you for listening to Everyone's a Critic. You can reach Wowza. us on the Twitter twatter at... <laughs> like pitter patter? I know, but twatter. Yeah. It sounds like twat. A little bit. Well, it sounds a little bit like twat, yeah. Um, Where can they get us? At Critic Everyone. And or can... you can email us yeah. at foreveracritic at gmail.com lovely and if you could just leave us a review on your platform of choice such as itunes or podcast republic or uh i don't i spotify probably doesn't do reviews why google would they? play music whatever i think we're on we're, we were on google first we so you are. can do it on the googs you the can geeks. um i think you can download our podcast pretty much anywhere so also anywhere you can leave that review and if you could just kind of um let your friends know about us if you like what we're doing that'd be fucking swell because uh, right now we're purely a word of mouth operation, and golly gee bums, is it just the funnest thing to not have a lot of review, not have a lot of listeners? Because man, I just got no pressure. I can say whatever the fuck I whatever want, whatever you want, including golly gee bums. But if you could leave us, if you could let someone know about us, and let us know, let them know, let them know that we know that they know that we exist, and then they listen to us, that'd be just swell. Happy Halloween! Also, have, it is Halloween. Happy we did Halloween! Not plan, we did not plan a spooky thing, but the intro, I will say, kind of spooky. No. No? No. Be safe, kids. Bye! Bye! Bye!